Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 211. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic, free of fillers, and contain less than 3 grams of sugar per serving, like Organifi Green Juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha. This helps reduce stress and supports healthy cortisol levels. Organifi Red Juice, a superfood punch that increases energy without the caffeine and containing only 2 grams of sugar. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go, and they don't compromise quality for taste. Organifi takes pride in offering the best-tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high-quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Go to Organifi.com slash MotivatedMind and use code MotivatedMind for 20% off your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com backslash motivated mind and use code motivated mind for 20% off any item. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. A lot of people think being busy is a good thing. There's this idea that these small tasks that we load our day with are synonymous with success and progress. But there's a huge difference between being busy and being productive. And I'm sure you can guess which is better than the other. Being busy means having a lot 
on our to-do list. And being productive means actually completing things on our to-do list. What is the point of being busy if we aren't being productive? Being busy is one of the ways we poorly measure our worth as a society. Being busy implies that we are valued, needed, and in demand. And most people use it as an excuse for pretty much anything. Too busy to date, too busy to sleep, too busy to see our friends. So, why is being busy ruining our lives? What can we do to escape this vicious cycle? Number one, the list just keeps growing. We have this idea that having 25 things on our to-do list is admirable. Even though 95% of the time, people are only accomplishing two or three of these to-dos. Even worse, sometimes none of them. And then, the best part is this to-do list is used as an excuse to not engage in other things in our lives. Hanging out with loved ones, engaging in more critical projects, and on and on. And there's a big domino effect that starts to happen here. Because we fail to actually check things off that to-do list, it starts getting longer and longer and longer. And when this happens, there's another compounding effect that occurs. Because of the size of the list, we start to get intimidated. We start to feel overwhelmed. And eventually, we could become paralyzed and fail to do anything at all. It's this catch-22. When these lists become so chaotic, filled with every little thing that we feel we need to do, it takes us away from being present when we're around others or trying to disconnect, which can be extremely damaging to our mental health, our well-being, and our ability to just be present, taking us away from living in the moment. And here's the truth. A lot of productive people are never busy because they engage in meaningful work. They get ahead of their to-do list. They set time aside in the morning to do deep, focused work. And they take care of their responsibilities for the day, which then enables them to experience freedom for the rest of the day, whether that's catching up with friends, networking, grabbing lunch, and on and on. Being busy is fucking overrated. So, how can we avoid this growing list? Take that list of 35 things you feel you need to do and shorten it to three things. Three of the most important things that you need to do. Now, there's something very critical when identifying these three most important things. We need to schedule them. Three most important things for today, three most important things for tomorrow, and on and on. When we bake this list down to the three most critical items and we finish them, three things happen. One, we ensure that we are engaging in the most impactful to-dos. Number two, the size of the list is much more reasonable. And it actually inspires us to engage in more meaningful work moving forward. And three, it provides us with the freedom to expand our hobbies or work on new skills or improve our current skills. It all boils down to getting back time in our day. The list stops becoming a monster intimidator. 
which removes the barrier standing in front of our freedom. Number two, you push things off to the end of the day. This plays off my last point in a way. Generally, most people push things off. Most people procrastinate. So much, in fact, that studies suggest that procrastination chronically affects 15 to 20% of adults. And approximately 25% of adults consider procrastination to be a defining personality trait for them. This procrastination normally means that we take all of those to-dos and shove them to the back half or even worse, the end of the day. And when we wait until the end of the day, chances are we will never do them. Because over the course of the day, we've exerted a ton of energy and our fuel reserves are drained. We're less focused. We struggle to pay attention. So, how can we avoid this? Find and define your productive block. Block off three or four hours where you don't check social media, emails, or your notifications on your phone. No menial tasks. Use that time to dive into the most important things of the day. This is where we engage in deep work, focus work. The idea is that it's not only engaging in deep work, but also setting guardrails. This ensures that we prevent ourselves from tunneling back to our old behaviors. If you've ever been bowling, think about guardrails in a bowling alley. The first time you ever bowled, you probably had guardrails. This meant that no matter how bad you were, you could prevent yourself from ending up in the gutters. And eventually, after enough practice, you could lift those guardrails. Blocking off three or four hours where you don't check social media, emails, or your notifications on your phone is a parallel exercise. Eventually, this practice becomes second nature. Number three, you fail to be present. We might think that we're truly listening, but we aren't. Even on the outside, it might look like we're listening, but in actuality, our mind is busy thinking about what we have to do next or what we should have done and haven't. And when this is the case, people around us start to feel like objects, whether in our personal lives or in our professional. And when this happens long enough around those same people, they start to sense that we are not present and that we're not actually listening to what they're saying. This makes it very difficult to connect to other people, to engage in deeper conversations and relationships. When our days are loaded with demanding, unnecessary to-dos, it takes away all of the sunlight for connections to grow. This also means that we start to feel isolated, lonely, and then this domino falls onto those around us feeling like we're rejecting them or ignoring them or angry at them which ultimately means that those individuals start becoming frustrated with our lack of availability. And the wedge gets wider and wider between those relationships, relationships with friends, family, and our significant other. Overextending ourselves is a very dangerous game, one that comes at a much higher cost than we think. Number four, you have no energy. Being busy might feel good, but it burns us out. 
because being busy takes up a lot of fuel, both physically and emotionally. And when we're always busy, it becomes very easy to lose our spark and drive. We start to lose our enthusiasm. Whether or not we're working on something we're passionate about or not, being busy drains us. It starts to feel like we're on a treadmill. And the danger of that treadmill is that we start feeling flat. We lose our ability to be creative and innovative. This throws us into what's called the busyness paradox. So what's the busyness paradox? It's when we're busy and have high octane for lack of a better phrase. Panicking, feeling that time is scarce. You can think about this as a sustained moment of hecticness. This is when our attention and ability to focus narrows. Behavioral researchers call this phenomenon tunneling. And they call it this because it's like being in a tunnel. We're only able to concentrate on the most immediate and often low-value tasks right in front of us. Here's what's super interesting. Research has found that we actually lose about 13 IQ points in the state. We run around putting out fires all day, racing to meetings, plowing through emails, and getting to 5 or 6 p.m. with the sick realization that we haven't even started our most important work of the day, which means a giant wave crashes over us. So how can we stay away from this busyness paradox? With your key three tasks in mind for your day, assume they will take twice as long. Humans are notoriously terrible at estimating. And we're so bad at estimating that there's a title for it. It's called a planning fallacy. And the busyness paradox only exacerbates that tendency to underestimate and overpromise. So when planning our days in deep projects, we need to give ourselves more room. This will ensure that we have the space to be thoughtful and give our undivided attention. And it also means that we increase our chances of completing these deep tasks and avoid reverting back to those long lists. Number five, you don't think strategically. Because we're engaging in so many things, we fail to give ourselves the appropriate time and space to think strategically. We think that we are, because we're working hard, but we we fail to understand is that we're not working smart. We miss opportunities that present themselves because we are so caught on this busy treadmill. This behavior is like being stuck in traffic. Rather than finding an alternative route, we sit in the traffic just trying to push through with brute force or hoping it will magically clear up. When we could easily open Google Maps, or our vehicle's navigation system, and find a different route. And here's the irony in this. Many people engage in this behavior because they think it's easier and more efficient. We think, I'll just push through the with brute force. That must be the easier path. What we fail to realize is that the amount of energy, time, effort that is exerted to get that result We could have spent the time prior thinking strategically. This also means that we struggle to track our progress 
because we are so clouded and inundated with all these small to-dos. And then this keeps us from truly advancing in our aspirations. Every step in our lives should be focused on how it can help us proceed to the next stage, whether that be our career, our mental health, our personal life. This clarity is critical. And when the clouds of busy roll in, these things become very challenging to see clearly. And it means that we become in danger of being stuck in one particular level in our lives, degrading rather than accelerating. Remember, if we don't like where we are currently within our lives, then the decision that keeps us busy will likely be reactions to our past rather than smart strategies about our future. So to recap, number one, the list just keeps growing. Because we fail to actually check things off the to-do list, it starts getting longer and longer and longer. Because of the size of this list, we start to get intimidated and feel overwhelmed. So how can we avoid this growing list? Take that list of 35 things you feel you need to do and shorten it to three things, three of the most important things that you need to do. And lastly, schedule them. Number two, you push things to the end of the day. 25% of adults consider procrastination to be a defining personality trait for them. This procrastination normally means that we take all of the to-dos and shove them to the back half or even worse, the end of the day. And when we wait until the end of the day, chances are we will never do them. So how can we avoid this? Find and define your productive block. Block off three or four hours where you don't check social media, your emails, or your notifications on your phone. No menial tasks. Use that time to dive into the most important things of the day. This is where we engage in deep work. Number three, you fail to be present. Our mind is busy thinking about what we have to do next or what we should have done and haven't. When this is the case, people around us start to feel like objects. When this happens long enough, people start to sense that we are not present and that we're not actually listening to what they're saying. This makes it very difficult to connect to other people. When our days are loaded with demanding unnecessary to-dos, it takes away all of the sunlight for our connections to grow. This also means that we start to feel isolated and lonely. Number four, you have no energy. Being busy takes up a lot of fuel, physically and emotionally. And when we're always busy, it becomes very easy to lose our spark and drive. We start to lose our enthusiasm. We start to lose our ability to be creative and innovative. This throws us into the busyness paradox. So how can we stay away from this busyness paradox? With your key three tasks in mind for the day, assume that they will take twice as long. Humans are notoriously terrible at estimating. Number five, you don't think strategically. Because we're engaging in so many things, we fail to give ourselves the appropriate time and space to think strategically. We think that we are because we're working hard, but what we fail to understand is that we're not working smart. Remember, if we don't like 
where we are currently within our lives, then the decision that keeps us busy will likely be reactions to our past rather than smart strategies about our future. This week's shout out is by Elizabeth who sent me a DM on Facebook. Hi Scott, I hope you're having a wonderful Monday. I wanted to share this story with you because it was very exciting for me. I was writing an email to a coworker and I was about to apologize for needing help with learning a new program. I'm a constant apologizer. But then I remembered the episode Stop Apologizing for These Things. So I hit delete and rewrote, thank you for helping me learn this new program. I want to thank you, Scott, and let you know I love your show. You are helping me to improve myself, and I appreciate that. I cannot say this enough for each of you that listen every single week and say, oh, this is a golden nugget. I'm going to try to apply this in my life tomorrow or today or next week. That I am so grateful for. For an opportunity to be next week's shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast. Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into why being busy is ruining your life. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at the motivated mind podcast. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.